0: KWTX
1: at 4 starts now. And thank you for joining us. I'm Justin Early here with meteorologist Jillian Grace, and happy Friday to you. Good thing that this is fantastic weather because there's a big day coming up tomorrow.
2: Yeah, a very special day. What's going to be our first topic of the Daily Four. But tomorrow, yeah, it's time to get outside and appreciate Mother Nature because it is Earth Day. Tomorrow, this is going to be the 54th year for the event. It's held every year on the 22nd. This year's theme is Invest in Our Planet. According to EarthDay.org, the idea is TO CONSIDER HOW A GREEN ECONOMY CAN HELP HUMANS TAKE BETTER CARE OF THE WORLD. TODAY, PRESIDENT JOE BIDEN SEEMED TO MARK THE OCCASION BY SIGNING A NEW EXECUTIVE ORDER ON ENVIRONMENTAL JUSTICE. ACCORDING TO A WHITE HOUSE OFFICIAL, IT WILL CREATE A NEW OFFICE OF ENVIRONMENTAL JUSTICE INSIDE THE WHITE HOUSE COUNCIL ON ENVIRONMENTAL QUALITY. AGENCIES WILL STILL GET TO DECIDE WHETHER TO IMPLEMENT THE ORDER, BUT IT DIRECTS THEM TO WORK uh, MORE CLOSELY WITH IMPACTED COMMUNITIES AND TRY TO BETTER RESPOND TO THE EFFECT OF uh, POLLUTION Mm-hmm. on, you know, our health, which is mm-hmm. pretty huge. But yeah, some ways that you can celebrate Earth Day, maybe go out for a walk and yeah. grab a trash bag with you, sure. pick up Absolutely. some trash when you're walking out there, and also just get outside.
1: Yeah, just enjoy. Honestly, this is one of the most perfect days I think that we've had this year. It's We've had several really good ones, though. We've been blessed with some really yeah, good it's ones. Yeah, some
2: nice spring days, yeah, that's for a, sure.
1: I, as a kid, did you remember what you did in school for Earth Day? Did you have little things? That
2: yeah, you... we always do, like, the reduce, reuse, recycle, uh-huh. and made, like, the recycling uh-huh. man and things like that. But um, um, yeah, I think that's what about you?
1: We got out and planted flowers and planted yes. trees, and this was in the early days of this was like in the early 80s. So, but they would have us get out outside the school and plant stuff. So, basically, they got free labor. We were doing <laughs> landscaping for them, <laughs> but it was all for yeah, the earth.
2: And you're like, wait, now that you're in a you're minute, like,
1: what? <laughs> let's see
2: what they were doing. <laughs> it was a good
1: time. Also, composting was a big thing for us, too. It was kind yeah. of a uh, for a really progressive school. But anyway, yeah, Earth Day. Fantastic. That's tomorrow. Now, number two in our daily four, and you know those free cell phone charging kiosks you see at airports and other public. Public places that let you plug your charging cord into a USB port. The FBI says don't use them. Cyber thieves have found a way to use them to steal your data. By loading monitoring software and malware onto your phone or other devices. This is something called juice jacking. And even if you've used them in the past, you use these kiosks in the past, your cord could already be infected with this. It could be infected right now. Experts say more than likely these criminals have installed something called a keystroke monitor. So every time you depress a key on your device, uh, that means they can get your login information for banks and everything else so they kind of know what you're doing and they do it by installing a small computer, I think it's called Raspberry Pi, a small computer into the kiosk or a skimming device like the ones you hear about at gas stations yeah. when they put them on the pumps to so see your credit card information. That's what they're doing. It's nothing safe. It's nothing safe. Even in your hotel room you know, they, yeah, they've you, done it, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you just yeah. don't
2: You don't think, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess being a little naive and hoping for good in humanity, right. you just hope none yeah. of this stuff is happening, right. and I always avoided them because mm-hmm. I thought that, like, it would drain your battery, okay. so yeah. that was my, but now I'm like, oh, I'm staying See, away from those some things. Your intuition
1: was, was <laughs> yeah. on point. Well, what they say to do, though, is um, first off, if you've used one of those kiosks, mm-hmm. get new charging cables first, first thing you should do, uh, and if you're able to, if you're in one of these airports and there's just a normal outlet, with a you know plug in plug into the outlet with your you know electricity instead mm-hmm. of the USB port. Also, you can invest in those power bank bricks that lets you take the juice on the go with you. If you find one that's really good and works, let me know. I've tried a few, and they die, fast? they die fast, and it's hard to charge them back. Mm-hmm. And that's probably part of the reason why you buy one every time you go on a trip. That's it's right. built in obsolescence or planned obsolescence. Anyway, now onto number three in our daily four.
2: Yeah, well, actually, this is going to be a, something really fun this weekend. No matter what side of the Brazos you go to, there's going to be a party going on. A two-night celebration for the Waco Suspension Bridge reopening starts tonight with the Brazos Nights concert featuring Asleep at the Wheel, a Jackie Vincent, and a Mariachi Azteca Waco. And yeah, this evening will also include a unique aerial show with listen to this, 150 drones wow. creating displays above. Oh. The river itself. Now on Saturday, the official ribbon-cutting ceremony is set to take place at 11 a.m. in front of the suspension bridge arches at the park. The ceremony will conclude with a symbolic Longhorn cattle drive wow. across the bridge, along with food and festivities for guests. It's just really going to be a great time. I'm really. I, I think the thing that's really cool is is the symbolic nature of the yeah. cattle, because that's what happened. Right. With, exactly. That's the reason why they built this bridge so mm-hmm. long ago, and so it's cool to see them kind of doing that, marking the occasion by opening mm-hmm. it with doing something they did a long time ago. Absolutely.
1: If you get a chance to go back and watch Madison Herber's story from yesterday yes. on kwtx.com because it explains the history and how significant that was for, for driving cattle, it really opened up a lot of economic pathways, more than just physical yeah, and it, pathways. And it
2: allowed the city of Waco to grow as well, even yeah. onto the other side of the river, yes. so yeah, it's Exciting. pretty
1: cool. And you may remember, back in September last year, we first started this 4pm show, we had the team from Creative Waco on, on the show, and they were trying to get the community to vote for Waco to receive this ninety thousand dollar grant for a concert series at the Bridge Street Plaza. So here's a clip to jog your memory a little bit.
0: We again have that QR code, last few seconds here to scan it. We want to thank you guys Please so much vote. for being here. Tell yes. everyone spread on social media. Absolutely I feel like I'm one one of those reality shows. Yeah, just <laughs> like, yeah. do it. Yeah. Right here. Get yeah. your call in. Yeah. <laughs> Make it happen.
1: And yeah, the community came together and made it happen. And Waco was one of the cities chosen for this ninety thousand dollar grant. And from there, the planning began. And the first night of the 10, the first night of that 10-week concert series, it'll last for about two and two and a half months. It's gonna be happening tomorrow at the Bridge Street Plaza. Um, the 2023 Levitt Amp Waco Music Series is presented by TFNB Bank, your bank for life. It will include a vendor market. Food Trucks, Family Fun Zone, an Arts Fest as well, featuring local artists every week. An award-winning singer-songwriter, uh, I believe it's Tasha CS. if I'm incorrect, please correct me. Headlines the first concert in the series, but plus there will be other performances by the Waco Community Choir as well, DJ The Sweetest Tea, and local poet and author Tony B. Shelton, who I believe we've had on our show, and just love Tony. We've also had her, yeah, and she's phenomenal, And we did speak with her, I'm correct. Yes, that's right. My memory's good. Uh, (laughs) The series will be every Saturday at Bridge Street Plaza between April 22nd and July 1st, and it's free family-friendly and open to the public, so absolutely uh, check it out. I mean, you don't have to go anywhere this week, go to go downtown, it's going to be so much it's, going on.
2: I know, and yeah. I think that's cool to know that people voted enough, and yeah. we got the grant, which is it's amazing, great. for the city, but yeah. that's one of my favorite things in the summer is when there's <sighs> live music, you got the perfect summer Texas nights, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to deal with mosquitoes, right, but that's okay, right. but I mean, outside of that, it's just, that's like the best way to spend a night for me, just listen to music, being around people, mm-hmm. so that's really cool that this is this yeah. is starting up.
1: Just pack your deet, you know, your, your, yeah. bug, your bug juice, get <laughs> right. it off you, make sure you're okay. That's right. And now on to number four in our daily four. Uh, Mother Nature putting on quite a show in California just in time for Earth Day. And we recently told you this was expected because California had one of the wettest winters on record, and now it's happening. You can see these beautiful swaths of yellow, orange, blue, and purple painting the landscape this month. The California hillsides are exploding with wildflowers. You can see these from space, too. There are space images, look at that. Yep. Look at all that it's color so from right. space. Uh, the state's enjoying this extraordinary flurry of flowers. And the Super bloom is drawing visitors looking for the perfect selfie spot and frameable family portraits, kind of like we do with wildflowers here in Texas. The problem is, authorities say visitors venture off the trails and they destroy the petals, they they destroy the flowers and they trample them. And California has not closed state parks because of the super bloom, but at least one town's demanding tourists stay away, so they want to preserve it and keep it. So if you go, make sure you are respectful and just, you know, don't trample them and everything. But if you go to the KTLA's website, honestly, House Beautiful has one too, the magazine. They show you several parks where they're really busting out this year, um, in Northern and Southern California. So wherever you are, you're gonna be able to find something. They're so pretty, man. They're gorgeous.
2: So pretty. like the bloom was yes. really crazy here too. Good it's ones. just, when you get rain at the right time, yeah. then everything just lines up. But I mean, in California, not only like the colors, but mm. everything is green again. Yes, all you know? green like, up. And there's no extreme drought, which mm-hmm. they've been in that for yeah. years. There's none of that across the state anymore. So. Now the problem actually becomes all of the snow has to melt, so yep. that's going to increase the flooding concern. Yeah. But yeah, while those, uh, the super bloom is yeah. happening, I yeah. mean, just absolutely beautiful out there. And seeing
1: it from space, that's what really blows my mind—that they're that still that beautiful from that far away. Yeah,
2: and then know? just all the different colors. And I saw uh, we ran a story about the super bloom on Weather Extra that airs on mm-hmm. Sunday nights, and um, people were trying to pull over on the highway because the colors—they're like, we just can't keep our eyes off mm-hmm. of them, like it's just yeah. so beautiful, and then it's also a way to kind of make you feel better after being inside with a lot yes. of rain, then yes. there's your treat after exactly. the rain. Exactly.
1: There's always some, some silver lining there that's for right. you. That's, that's right. That's right. Well, the wildflowers in California, not the only ones blooming, not the only thing that's blooming. The City of Temple is gearing up for Bloom and Temple, that festival next week. we will show you how to get in on the fun when we come back. One of this uh, area's most popular events returns this year in full force. And joining us now with all the details on this year's Bloom and Temple Festival, we have the senior special events coordinator, Holly Lee so thanks for coming and being here with us to talk about this. People look forward to this all year. It's a two-day event. Um, explain what Bloom and temple is really all about.
0: Bloom and Temple is all about community and the city bringing an event, the uh, downtown temple, to feature our downtown area. And the city has been doing it since 2016. And we did take a three-year hiatus uh, just to do some renovations at the festival grounds and also due to COVID, but we are super excited to bring it back and offer it to the community.
1: What makes this year so unique or special? What's
0: So, this year is that we are combining two aspects of the festival. So, we'll have a free aspect, Um, It's called the Market Trail Medley, and that's down in our Santa Fe Plaza area and our Market Trail, that aspect will be free. But we'll still have a family zone, music, and then also bringing back the ticketed portion of the event, which is the concerts and the carnivals inside the newly renovated festival grounds.
1: Okay, so as far as the elements of this festival, you hear Blue and Temple, you think flowers, but Mm -hmm. there's so much more than that. So tell us what the elements of this festival are.
0: So the elements are is lots of family activities. Mm -hmm. Um, We have about 20 bands that will be performing on um, inside the festival grounds and outside the festival grounds. There's a carnival. Um, We brought back the car show this year, which has always been uh, fan favorites, and now we have the space to have the car show. And so lots of just things for the community to be involved in, um, parents to engage with their children and have a good time
1: and hopefully good, good weather. Yes, perfect like weather. Good <laughs> uh, what kind of planning goes into something like this? Because that's a lot of moving parts you just described yes. here. So talk about the planning portion.
0: So the planning of it right now is there's myself plus two other special events coordinators that work on it year-round. Also, we um, enlist other city departments to help us. We have a marketing team, a public relations team. Um, our parks and recreation staff also step in. It's really a city-wide event, and so it takes all of us from the city departments to come together and work on it.
1: Yeah, and it obviously is a great way to show the city too, yes. and like give people, visitors to come in and really get a good taste of what Temple's all about. Yes. Um, tell me about the artists that'll be there. Kind of give us a little down on that.
0: Yeah, so we're super excited this year to bring in Joe Nichols, um, Tracy Bird, another uh, Tejano music's called Signo, and then we've got um, Waco's own Hooser Brothers, and then we've got Landon Heights, who's from Temple, and then we've got lots of community bands. We've got a, a Jazz band coming in. We also got a Zydeco band coming in. So, oh, kind of good. diversity all over the place yeah. with music.
1: Something for everybody. Yes. Yeah. I was on playing with Joe Nichols one time and I got so excited. He was right across from me. I was like, I'm with the star. And he's going to be here. You can <laughs> yeah. hear him sing this he, time too. He puts
0: on an amazing he concert. Does.
1: Yeah. East Texas Man, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, for you, as someone who's coordinated this and kind of seen it over the years and how it's evolved and everything, what's your favorite part?
0: it? My, my favorite part is when we open the gates the first day um, to really just see the joy um, in the families and the families coming with their children and just enjoying the festival. Um, it's still a very inexpec- inexpensive event to attend and I think they just seeing the event for their first time and having a, an experience you know.
1: Yeah, where did that that bloomin come from? Where what's the genesis, the origin of the bloomin?
0: So the origin of it was when um, the event started in 2006 as a collaboration between the Temple Chamber of Commerce and the city, and Temple being the Wildflower Capital of Texas, and so that's where the bloomin Temple come on.
1: Excellent. Um, uh, as for you know, just the community. and and bringing the community together. This is kind of one of the biggest events of the year for that kind of thing. I mean, not just the community of Temple, but outsiders, all of Central Texas. Um, So what does that mean for for you, as someone who puts all this work in, to really bring people together in a time when we finally can again?
0: Yes, it's definitely a very joyful experience for us, our event coordinators, to be able to engage with our community again. Um, you know, we spend a lot of time coordinating the festival, but it really is is what we do matters, and we like to bring the community together and enjoy the day yeah. um, and not have all of those restrictions. For
1: sure. Well, now, you know, when I go to a festival, I think about the food. That's probably the first thing on my mind. <laughs> T- talk, tell me what kind of food we're going to have out so
0: there. So, we've got several food trucks, anything from, you know, turkey legs to uh, tacos, street tacos, um, snow cones, oh, ice yeah. cream. So, we kind of have a variety of all of it. We've got some um, Lula Mays, they're a Cajun cuisine. Um, we've got a, whole, a food truck that does some Hawaiian flavor um, cuisine as well. And so, it's just a variety. And then, you know, we have your typical corn dogs yes. and. Snow, you know, snow cones and candy apples and those things.
1: All right, it's gonna be a good time. Yes. Good weather, good people, good fun. Uh, Blooming Temple Festival, again, it's this next weekend. It kicks off Friday evening, and then the festivities continue all day on Saturday. You see there the dates April 28th and 29th, and you can scan that QR code right there on your screen for more details. Thanks so much again for being here.